also left out that little steel wool garnish right there see yeah <laughs> greetings friends and uh, welcome in to this quarantined version of uh, fuse box number uh, 144 oh cleansingly called bleach bum and I'm your wrapped in plastic because I like the sound it makes host, Mark Rose, and over there, right over there, surrounded in safety glass and his own atmosphere, is the dictator of decibels himself, Milt Keynes, everybody. Thank you kindly. You know, Mr. Keynes, folks are asking about you. Just, just tell them. I sent them the damn money. We're doing the goddamn best we can over here. Don't they know we have a fucking pandemic no, going on? No, 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 not those people. No, no, the folks on the exit ramp program. What? Yeah, 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 and for the benefit of those not aware, that seems to include Mr. Keynes here as well, Exit Ramp is a show hosted by our fearless leader on the OnSug channel, Frank Edward Nora. Uh, that's... O-N-S-U-G dot com or the Overnightscape Underground for those who may be acronym challenged. It's a great show featuring uh, many of the hosts of that aforementioned channel there uh, doing a little uh, Zoom-tastic show and it's a a lively bit of conversation there, I will tell you. Now, at present, uh, it's only the audio portion that uh, is... Available. Although, I do believe the video portion uh, is recorded as well. At least it was last week. Perhaps uh, Frank will uh, make that available at some point. But in any event, it's uh, great fun. And seriously, seriously, has hosts from all around the world. We've had folks from uh, Scotland, uh, the UK, Berlin, uh, the exotic port of call known as New Jersey... Illinois, New Mexico, Nevada, California, and of course, here in Oregon, uh, all on the last one. And uh, the one right before that featured uh, some delightful folks from Australia as well. And uh, you know what? It's been a hoot. Exit ramp, huh? Yes, yes. And they were asking about you on the last one, sir. The man, the myth, the legend that is Milt Keynes. Oh, well, cool. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I don't... Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm a little camera shy. Well, I just never know what the hell to say on those things. It always feels weird. Well, I know you resist uh, many forms of present-day social media. If by resist you mean never using it, <laughs> then, uh, It's just yeah. that your, um, reclusive quality is curious to many, Mr. Keynes. I just thought it was really kind of them to inquire. Can I wear a mask? I see what you did there. 
Well, at least consider it, okay? I mean, we do it every weekend, and uh, it's really uh, a lot of fun connecting with these folks that I've listened to personally for years in many cases, but have never really seen them or, uh, at the very least, uh, conversed with them. Well, I appreciate the invite, bro, really. You know, that's kind of like when our parents used to say, We'll see. Oh, in any event, much fun there. And uh, friends, we have a bounty of oddball twists and turns and uh, all sorts of stuff on our dockets here. It's even crazier than usual out there right now. There's lots of confusion and uh, something akin to a failed lobster juggling attempt in terms of our federal government. But uh, all that and Arnie Schmegman when we return. Rangers, did you ever think what it would be like traveling along in an open car without a windshield? The Fusebox Show. Com. So uh, we were talking uh, at the top of the show there about uh, exit ramp. And uh, on the last one, we uh, used the popular video conferencing tool known as Zoom for the rendezvous, and it was okay. Um, One of the things I noticed was if you're on an iPad or anything with a a kind of a limited screen dimension like that, if you get beyond, say, eight people, you don't see anybody else, even in grid mode. If for some reason it gets cut off, I'm not sure what it was, or maybe it was just a flaw in the, the momentary software, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I still have my reservations uh, about Zoom, particularly its audio delivery system, which, if I'm actually honest with you, I think at times is really quite stinky and a little ugly on the side. But in spite of that, it's a fairly good method, and uh, you can accommodate up to 100 people, I think, although I don't know, like I said, how you're going to see them all. Recently, however, uh, some security issues have surfaced uh, in addition to the kind of uh, lie they said initially. We'll get to that. But uh, for one security issue, the potential for eavesdroppers to invade the call and uh, thereby do nefarious things. As I understand it, the encryption is only one direction in Zoom, or at least... As we record this, it is. So that creates an opportunity for some shady types to hijack a call or other stuff. So, in answer to this, enter Jitsi, whose developer, Emil Ivov, says you shouldn't have to be in a position to trust anyone. Ivov is the uh, creator of the open-source text and video chat software Jitsi, and uh, head of video collaboration at 8x8, a company that acquired Jitsi in 2018. The firm sells services built on Jitsi's code, but still pays developers to maintain the open source version. Jitsi Meet, as they call it, is a video conferencing app with some, actually some pretty handy features, uh, like the ability to password protect your meetings, or 
kick people off a conference. That could be good. But what sets it apart from uh, the most well-known video conferencing services is that it's free. That's right. And you can run it entirely on your own hardware. Might have to have a little hardware savvy here, but you can download the uh, VideoBridge software and uh, use it to host video conferences that friends and uh, colleagues can join uh, through their web browser. The parent company, 8x8, can't, quote, snoop on your conversation because it doesn't have access to your computer, which is a good thing. And because it's open source, you can inspect the code to make sure there aren't any back doors. We'd like you to trust us, but you don't have to, Ivov says. Now, this is what I was talking about earlier. Zoom, at one point, advertised uh, its service as end-to-end encrypted, which means that uh, Zoom couldn't decrypt the communications flowing through its servers, even if it wanted to. Uh, Then... (laughs) Then, sadly, it emerged that the company has access to uh, decryption keys. So Zoom now generally advertises itself as a service using encryption instead of end-to-end encryption, which, like I said, if security is a thing, that would be a thing. A Zoom spokesperson says the company plans to add end-to-end encryption in the future. Very few companies offer true end-to-end encrypted video conferencing. Apple's FaceTime service is one example. That's because it's fairly hard to do, according to Ivov. That, evidently, was a a very big part of why the Italian company WeSchool incorporated Jitsi into its online classroom software. Heads up, teachers. Open source solutions can help you see what's under the hood, which is especially relevant when you're dealing with underage student security, says WeSchool CEO Marco De Rossi. However, not everyone wants to run their own video server or pour over source code, right? That's primarily why people pay for 8x8's Jitsi-based video meeting service. The company says its Jitsi-based 8x8 video meeting service now has around 13 million monthly active users, up from a few hundred thousand before March. That would put video meetings somewhere around where analysts believe Zoom was in late February. So if you're looking for an alternative solution and uh, security is a key, and with all this distance learning and stuff like that going on right now, eh, might want to have your IT department take a look at uh, Jitsi and give it a whirl. I'm a, personally, I'm still a big fan of FaceTime or group FaceTime for uh, security and audio quality reasons. But, of course, as we know, it's proprietary and uh, only runs on uh, Apple systems. So you guys worried that someone might hack into that exit ramp thing? Well, not I, Mr. Keynes. I mean, <laughs> might even make it fun. I, I don't know. Well, you might get some toe-headed Yahoo from <laughs> trying to hijack your show. Yeah, I'm just not overly concerned there. Uh, in truth, if uh, security is a concern, then uh, looking at something like Jitsi or a similar open-source thing, and I, I'm sure there must be uh, others, might be the solution for you. But friends, what the hell 
is the solution to this. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that. So let me just say from the start that I uh, have heard from credible folks that uh, oftentimes orange guy here is uh, by certain forms of mainstream media taken out of context or rearranged to look even stupider than he does. But hold on, hold on, stop, apply break here. We cannot dispute what we are seeing and hearing with our own eyes and ears. The thing right here, this is not fancy footwork editing of Orange Guy's remarks, leaving out important uh, context references. No, no, no. Not this time. Not really any time, if you ask me. I know. I know. But just for the sake of intelligent discourse, uh, I sat there and watched that particular... God only knows why, because I sit there and cringe at the thing the whole time. My palms get sweaty, for Christ's sake. But I sat there and uh, watched that situation evolve. Or was it devolve? He was not being sarcastic, as he says. He was also clearly addressing Dr. Burks with that ridiculous question about light and heat. And Dr. Burks? She looked like someone who was just told they were sitting on a rabid weasel. I mean, she could not want to get out of that situation faster. Horrible fate. Well, you know, his secret chief medical advisor, Yosef Mengele, was just being sarcastic, too, when he did those experiments to see how much salt water a person could drink before dying. It's just shits and giggles, bro. Any relation to Nazi activities and this current administration is purely satirical. And in a truly free society, you wouldn't even care. Well, in the interests of science and the public good, let's check it out. Let's just, let's just check it out. We have a volunteer here, Mr. Arnie Schmegman. And uh, Mr. Schmegman here has tested positive for the coronavirus, and although showing no symptoms at all, I've asked him to go ahead and drink this full glass of Pine Sol while standing under a 7,000-watt ultraviolet lamp to study the effects of this treatment recommended by our president. Here you go, Arnie. Oh, what do you got with it? Hmm. Smells like Christmas. Oh, it's pretty good. It's got a little. Yeah, might want to rethink that one, bro. Huh. Well. He's pine fresh, anyway. We have, on uh, good authority, <laughs> FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, 
that they reportedly awarded a $55 million contract for N95 protective masks to a company with no medical supplies experience and whose parent company filed for bankruptcy. Perfectly normal. It's just par for this batshit crazy course. FEMA, evidently, gave the contract in April to Panthera Worldwide LLC, which is in the uh, business of tactical training, according to the Washington Post. One of its owners said last year that Panthera's parent company hadn't had any employees since May of 2018, according to sworn testimony. It also has no history of manufacturing or procuring medical equipment at all, the news outlet reported. You're hired. <laughs> exactly. Panthera's worldwide parent company filed for bankruptcy last fall, and the LLC is no longer recognized in the state of Virginia, where it has its main office. James Punelli, one of the company's executives, said he's working his military contacts to obtain the masks. We've done DOD medical training over the years, and through those contacts with that community, were brought sources of supply in order to assist in the COVID-19 response, Punelli told the Post. We made the connection with FEMA and offered these supplies to them. Right. Uh, Chuck Hagel, a former defense secretary, told the Post something was amiss about this order. This is not how the government procures training or any type of supplies, he told the Post. You just wouldn't do business with somebody like that. A FEMA representative told Business Insider the ordered equipment hadn't arrived as yet, but that Panthera had provided written confirmation that the masks were in the shipping phase of delivery, which is set for April 23rd. These masks were procured at about 400 times the rate that they would be from a 3M or other companies making them, where a 3M I think charges around 60 cents for one of their uh, masks. And uh, these guys, five bucks. Can you say backdoor deal? I knew that you could. <laughs> oh, it just gets richer and richer, man. And speaking of rich, it, it's no secret. People will, will get very rich over a situation like this one. Not, not sure I want to be around for the uh, karmic assessment and checkout for them, though. And then suddenly... Friends, let's talk some first-class scumbaggery here. Now, many folks in this country have been anxiously waiting on these potentially... $1,200 stimulus checks to show up somewhere. Hopefully you have yours, or at least soon will. And as you know, in certain parts of this great country, where the mutant sales creature dwells, oftentimes nefarious and uh, somewhat stinky-on-the-side tactics are used to 
part a person from their money. We got a doozy. You better pour yourself a long, cold one for this. So, as folks are chewing through the door frames waiting for this money to appear in their mailbox, lo and behold, a check appears! And look! It's official-looking and... It's for $3,000! There is a God! Well, sadly, in this case, God is wearing a cheap laser suit from the 1970s and has a comb-over. The fake checks were sent to unsuspecting folks all over the Bushnell area in Florida. They clearly state, Stimulus check in the bottom left-hand corner and actually originate from a sleazy car dealership having a tent sale. First tip, friends, it does not refer to the word stimulus anywhere on the genuine treasury-issued article. So there's that. Also, the check will be drafted on the U.S. Treasury check stock, not Rancid Carl's Discount Motors and Salami Factory of Bushnell. But, as we also know, folks are in a bit of a desperate situation, and many will not look too closely at first. Might they be the same folks who will try spraying Lysol up their nose? Perhaps, but this miscreant right here has the Florida Attorney General on their lying little red-hot behinds for doing what so many are and will continue to do, send somewhat official-looking mailings that appear to be important, but when opened, usually in a frantic manner, too, will reveal it's a timeshare deal in Rancho Malario, where you can enjoy spectacular views of the toxic waste dump and ultra-scenic slag heaps that abound. He's going down. Florida's ground zero for the nursing home. I mean, we're God's waiting room. We have a huge number of facilities, a huge number of residents. And of course, lest we forget, the splendid aerial snapshots of people flocking to a reopened beach in Jacksonville, which, as they say, made waves of the internet a day or two ago. Saw what they did there. <laughs> yes, highly guilty. So, there were lots of photos and videos around showing the uh, now reopened beaches in Florida with folks, I mean, easily two feet apart, if not closer than that in most cases. Governor Let Them Eat Beach, Ron DeSantis... Republican, said uh, he gave the go-ahead for local beachfront governments to decide whether to reopen their beaches during a news briefing Friday. Duval and St. John's counties have reopened their beaches, while Miami-Dade County officials said they are considering following suit. Now, add to this, please, that same day that they reported that, the, that this was happening, Florida reported 58 deaths from the coronavirus, its highest daily toll since the pandemic began. DeSantis told reporters that it's essential that Floridians get exercise outdoors. Quote, 
I get a kick out of somebody jogging on the beach in California, like all by his lonesome, and you have a fleet of cops go out there. He's just jogging. Going forward, I think we've got to be promoting people to get exercise. Yeah, that's real good advice. You want to look fit as a fiddle as they carry you out in a body bag. Yeah. Yeah. So while DeSantis never ordered a statewide closure of beaches, his uh, comment Friday gave the green light to local officials, such as Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry, who announced that Duval County's beaches would reopen Friday. Curry banned certain items, including towels and chairs and limited hours from 6 to 11 a.m. and 5 to 8 p.m. to deter people from gathering for a long time. This can be the beginning of the pathway back to normal life, Curry said. Please respect and follow these limitations. Stay within the guidelines for your safety as well as for the safety of your neighbors. Well, this will be the pathway to the mortuary. <laughs> or maybe another one of those cozy mass graves they neglect to mention. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but those who are are saying, take it easy. Or the repercussions may be far worse than what you have now. I get it. We all want to get back to it, but racing in to save your economy over the lives of the folks who create your economy is irresponsible at best. So really, how long before this shockwave hits and the numbers start to go up faster than the price of toilet paper? Yeah, you know what? I'd give it five to ten days, and, and then they're going to see another spike. Same with Georgia. Now, the good news is many folks are not heeding the advice of the governor and uh, making up their own minds as, as uh, that's what a sensible person should do. Seriously. I still think until those numbers go down and stay down for a, a period of time that you're playing Russian roulette with your life. Yeah, well, you know, we're all in the same roller coaster ride, friends, and it's one of those times where uh, patience is truly the right medicine to use and not an injection of Formula 409 because... What do you have to lose? A lot. It's why we humbly plead the time-honored question... What the fuck, Florida? And with that... We'll grab our industrial-sized container of Lysol with its handy family-sized syringe and squeeze back under the dishwasher, but not before thanking our disaffected contributors. Did you see what I, I did? I saw what you did there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Jurda and Nico Lane for making this edition of Fusebox safe and non-toxic, we guarantee. Thanks, as always, to the Chief Medical Officer of the Digital Meters, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and random acts of cleanliness. Well, my... Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea. I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, thanks to you, friends, for once again bravely pushing play on this edition of the show. We, we know you have so many more things you could be doing, like sorting that sock drawer for the 38th time or, or standing in different rooms to study and perhaps catalog the smells. Whatever it may be, 
We thank you for selecting us as your official time killer. Uh, may I remind you to uh, please push the subscribe and or like button, if available, wherever you may have found this humble program, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or the now mythic Unsug Channel themselves. We would appreciate it. And yet, but also, should you require them or just want something stylish to show off your obscure good taste, yes, that's right, Fusebox face masks are available from the store now, I kid you not, in an assortment of designs that will definitely make a statement and get you to the front of that line faster than you can say... Dr. Robert Redfield was totally misquoted in the media. You were accurately quoted, correct? I'm accurately quoted in the Washington Post. Just check out the link in the show notes here and uh, it'll whisk you away to a wondrous bounty of delights that await you in the Fusebox store. We do so appreciate your patronage, particularly in these trying times. And I have been your living in denial because the property taxes are lower host, Mark Rose, saying stay safe and healthy, friends, and until our next cartoon.